Tire Power. Think safety this month. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tire Power. Mourn Team Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! SA Breakfast. We'll get your nominations for the good stuff after 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, you can get on the road faster. 13 27 27. We are in Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Speaking to Tim Payne very soon, former Australian Test captain, and of course, part of the SEN family to talk about the Aussies at the Cricket World Cup. But, Bix, before on the mark, I reckon it's time to find out who's making a difference. See, si, Senor! See! Si. We make a difference helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Mark Bickley, my nomination for who's making a difference is a very simple one. Let's have a listen to some of the highlights from Adelaide United's 6-0 drubbing of Melbourne City at Cooper Stadium on Sunday. And I'll tell you why they're making a difference. Nestori Irakunda! Unbelievable! He is well and truly cooking! It's it back from his compatriot. Lovely play from the Reds. Musatori makes it four. Here is Halloran driving forward. He wants to get a piece of the pie. Here is Bernardo. Falls its way in. And they make it five. Here's Halloran. Across the face. Back towards Bernardo now with a double. And what's better than five stars? Six. I don't know who was the special comments person, but they were very Mark Bickley about <laughs> them in the background going, ho, 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 ho. I loved it. Okay, so I wanted to tell you why um, Adelaide United's making a difference, specifically the young kids. Mm-hmm. So I call it um, Carl's Childcare Centre. Carl Viet basically is playing the kids at the moment because let's talk you through the goal scorers. So Nestori Irinkunda scores a worldie, a free kick goal that went around the world. He's 17 years of age. Bernardo comes on, assists Toure. So Bernardo is 19. 19-year-old Bernardo scores two goals himself. Mm. Then he assists 18-year-old Musa Toure, who's the youngest of the Toure brothers, to be another goal scorer for Adelaide United. Also, on the pitch, Panash Madana, who is 19, Johnny Yull, who is 18, and Giuseppe Bovellina made his debut. He's 18. They are a group of six teenagers without Luka Jovanovic playing at the moment. Mm. Um, these kids are taking over the A-Leagues and it's just so exciting to watch. It is. Can we go back to Giuseppe Bovolino? That's a great name. I hope he makes it big. Bovolino. Bovolino. How yeah. would you announce him? How would you welcome him onto the... This is This is why I'm so flat because I would have gone... Adelaide United goals scored by Nestori Irankunda. And then I would have gone, Bernardo, <laughs> twice. And yeah. then I would have gone, Musa Toure. And then um, Giuseppe would have been, Giuseppe Bavellina. <laughs> it's magnificent. Oh, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> There you go. On Bovellinable. <laughs> yeah, Papa Giuseppe. All right, let's get into On The Mark, all right? Let's focus on you now, Mark Bickley. Here's right. On The Mark. Look at the dogs on the mark. Some spaghetti-like on the mark. Wobbly man stuff yeah. on the mark. Every good side has a good captain. Mark Bickley. Righto, what do you got for uh, me today, Jared? 
I've given you no notice of these None today. Whatsoever. And this is what I'm all about. So here we go. Let's rush through these. Afghanistan has been the best news story to come out of the Cricket World Cup. Oh, that is on the mark, without doubt. And they are continuing to improve. Uh, I, you know, you don't have to go back too far. In my lifetime, it started off Sri Lanka were battlers and minnows, and they they move forward to eventually capture a World Cup. Now, Afghanistan are plotting a similar path. They continue to improve, and let's hope that uh, they become you know, super competitive like some of the, the other subcontinent teams. We were just talking about in them. Adelaide United's form has shown that the A-League is a selling league. The team should always pick young Australian players over foreigners. On the mark, could not agree more. And I hope what happens is um, that Adelaide have success this year because what happens then is every other team looks at it and says, what is going on in Adelaide? We've got to do the same thing because mm-hmm. as uh, players go overseas so they and get sold overseas, that brings money back in. That money then is used to develop other younger players. It becomes a pipeline and, and young players also get the opportunity to start and play at a club which has huge history in their hometown and then go and take on the world. I love it. Sending a letter to your members saying nothing to see here when there's clearly some stuff to see here could actually backfire. Mm. I think that that members of footy clubs and all sporting organisations, that the letter from the CEO, the letter from the chairman, the letter from whoever, it's they're always carefully crafted um, by the PR guy. You know, like it's not it's not the it's not the CEO sitting down writing that letter. It's it's been proofed by about a hundred people, including legal. The real, the real proof will be when Melbourne run out onto the ground next year. That's all the fans care about. All they care about is their team's gone out in straight sets the last two years when they think they've got a team that's capable of playing well against anyone and maybe playing in a grand final. They didn't do that. So the redemption will come if they perform on the field, not what they say in the preseason. Adelaide Crows are now the AFLW flag favourites. Um, that's off the mark. I I think Melbourne have got the the best team. I just I just look at Melbourne and the, and their their uh, athletic profile is different to Adelaide. Adelaide have a number of smaller players that are reasonably quick and they pressure and and get after the opposition. I just think Melbourne look more they they're taller, they're more athletic, they have more sort of marking prowess. So I just feel like Melbourne are the favourites if you had to ask me. Not that I won't be barracking feverishly for Adelaide. And Adelaide did defeat Melbourne earlier this year. So, you know, they've got the the runs on the ball, but I I feel like Melbourne are the team you've got to get over if you're going to win the premiership. There's more to the Jake Passini being delisted by Port Adelaide with a year to go in his contract story than as first reported. I'm not going to go either way here because I have no no side on this at all. It's called on the mark. You have to pick one. Well, I'm going to say it's off the mark then. In the absence of, of any information, we can't speculate or pontificate about what may or may not have happened. In the end, um, we'll wait and hear from Jake and see what he's got to say. He'd be disappointed, no doubt. But it, it is unusual that players get delisted if they've got a year to go of their contract because it means that the club have to pay them for a year and they're not getting any services out of them. So it's um, it's it's not the norm, is it? 
All right, we've got to keep these ones pretty short and sharp here because we've got to head to the news. Chandler Bing was one of television's greatest characters. On the mark. Love Chandler. He was my favourite on Friends. James Borlase, as much as Adelaide has committed to redrafting him, could end up at another club via the preseason draft. I think that's off the mark. I, 99 times out of 100, these things go the way they go. Um, the, the, the sticking point would be Port Adelaide, potentially. They're, they uh, could swoop in, but Adelaide have... In the preseason draft, a pick before Port Adelaide, so that keeps them safe there. Or the rookie draft, it'll be not the preseason draft. But what Port could do is use one of their sort of late picks in the national draft and take them if they wanted him. Like I said, highly unlikely. Okay, very quickly, Mark Bickley. All of the focus from the rugby community is on Eddie Jones, but the spotlight really needs to go on Rugby Australia and how things are going there. Well, anytime you you give someone a five-year deal and it doesn't see 12 months, there's got to be huge questions asked. And clearly it, was, um, it wasn't a unanimous decision. There were people, it sounds like there were people from within Rugby Australia who didn't like Eddie Jones. He felt like he didn't, he wasn't resourced, he wasn't fully supported. But, you know, like the, the main thing out of this, and this shouldn't take away, I know it's a big story here in Australia, but the World Cup final between the All Blacks and the and South Africa was unbelievable. And the South Africans got up by one point. And it's a shame that we're all talking about Eddie Jones and not talking about what a great game that was. With just the one win this season in the AFLW with one match to go, Port Adelaide should be really disappointed with where they are at. That's on the mark. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Lauren Arnell and uh, I'd be keen to get her thoughts on it. Yes, you always talk about the progress you make and the improvement of players, but... Uh, it's more so they've been in winning positions on a number of occasions, just haven't been able to close the games out. And so one win in their second season, that would be below their expectations, I would have thought. Two more. The Port Adelaide fans who were disappointed Orazio Fantasia left because of the loyalty the club showed him have short memories because they welcomed Rioli to the club from the Eagles last season <laughs> after they tried to show him loyalty. Yeah, that's a good call. I think that's on the mark. And, and, uh, I don't think I've ever said this much, but this is a bust for the Port Adelaide list management team. Um, they brought him in knowing that he was under an injury cloud. He averaged 11 games a season for seven seasons at Essendon. Big question mark on his fitness. He was in Adelaide for three years at Port Adelaide and played 19 games. So averaged just six games in three seasons. That's a bust. Uh, they offered him a one-year deal. Carlton offered him a two-year deal. I'm not sure... I'm not sure I would have offered a deal, to be quite honest. I might have offered a train-on position to try and prove your fitness, but um, clearly Michael Voss, what he saw when he was at Port Adelaide with Orazio, something has impressed him, and he's shown a bit of faith. So that'll be an interesting one for Carlton fans. Last one. On the mark or off the mark, Halloween is American tradition, and we should not adopt that or anything American here in Australia. Um, that is off the mark for a start. Halloween's not American. I think it's an Irish tradition, but uh, I won't pick you up on that. I think we if, just did. <laughs> if it's fun, <clears throat> let's embrace it. And if it means that I actually like the community aspect of it, I think we talk to our neighbours as they come through with their kids more on Halloween than we do for the rest of the year. So you get to know the people in your street and let's, let's not be party poopers. As long as the people do the right thing and don't sort of interrupt uh, the people that don't want to take part, that's fine. 
But if you've got kids and it gets you out walking with your kids and having a bit of fun, that's a good thing. What's is your address it, for people who want to trick-or-treat at your house? Uh, I live at Semaphore. What, what was your address again? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to speak to Tim Payne next on SENSA. Good morning.